great intro. I love the new intro. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the scorecard, the boxing scorecard, where I ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. In a different location, as you can see here today, I got a little, uh, get a little business meeting in, uh, in after this. So anyways, if, if there's a little bit of extra background noise, I apologize ahead of time, um, but still had to get this through. All right, let's get right to it. Last night, we had the big heavyweight championship of the world. Oh, actually, sorry, skipping ahead. Don't forget, I'm here every every Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Canadian Eastern Time. You can't catch the show live. You can catch it on any podcast available. Um, yeah, make you leave a you like, subscribe, share, and uh, leave some comments so we can uh, interact live. All right, let's get right to it. The Super Heavyweight Championship of the World was last night. The rematch, part two. Let's get to the slides now. With Mr. Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I had to start off with this with this first picture here because uh, this was a perfect example of, you know, their, 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 both their characters going into this fight. Alexander Usyk. You know, let, let's get to, the, to, the, to their stats first. Alexander Usyk is, uh, let me pull up his, no, I'll start with Anthony Joshua first. You know, I like to pronounce pronounce their, their full names and everything. So Anthony Joshua, pronounced Anthony Olowafemi Olasemi Joshua, um, turned pro in 2013 after, after his gold medal in the 2012 Olympics, uh, which he did very good, turned pro after that. His record is 24 wins, 22 lockouts. 22 knockouts with three losses now and Alexander Usyk yeah I do my best to pronounce their names properly but his his name is actually spelt in uh, in Ukrainian so I can't even send in English letters um, but yeah he is 35 years old Anthony Joshua is 32 uh, Usyk is 35 years old he also turned pro in 2013 after his gold medal in uh, the 2012 Olympics all right, all right, all right. We can switch it up now. Oh, we already got the, the comments coming in. Good morning, David Chase. I will get to your comments in just one second after I get through the, the quick intro here. Um, as you can see by the tail of the tape, not too much of an age difference in between them. The reach and height, the, the, the weight and height was the big thing. Anthony Joshua um, has about, uh, it doesn't say there, but Anthony Joshua has about a 20 to 30 pound weight difference on uh, on Usyk, and um, the way Usyk fought was 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 just perfect. I honestly believe that. Well, let me let's get to the to how the fight, the results of the fight. It was a split decision win for Alexander Usyk. Um, one judge had it 115, 113 for for Anthony Joshua. Another judge had it 115 to 113 for Usyk. And another judge had it exactly what I scored it, which was 116 to 112 for Alexander Usyk. Uh, and I'll go through my my scorecard in a second. And just to confirm, I didn't I didn't put post this on uh, any social media, but I did predict the the how exactly how this fight would go. This is from the chat here, as you can see. Look in the blue, Usyk by split decision. Joshua's offense will be better with his new coach, but not his defense. And at the better, just at the bottom, just to confirm, good call, Cedric Sports. 
what I said, first of all, let's, let's go through the, the details of it. Usyk is one of the most underrated boxers in the sport of boxing. Um, the reason why I say that is because not too many not too many people talk about him, but uh, you know maybe it's because he he doesn't speak English. He's not on social media that much, um, but his boxing skills speak for themselves. Um, I compared Alexander Usyk to Evander Holyfield. A long time ago, a lot of people thought I was crazy by, by making this comparison. Evander Holyfield is, is regarded as one of the, the greatest boxers of ever, especially of the, of the heavyweight division of the golden era, as they say in the 90s. Um, the reason why I compare them to Evander Holyfield is because they have the exact same career. They're both started off as smaller guys in the, in, in the amateur level. They both won a gold medal uh, at, at the light, light heavyweight division. You see the light heavyweight or right underneath heavyweight. Um, they turned professional at the, uh, they turned pro in the cruiserweight division, cleaned out, cleaned out the, the cruiserweight division. I know it's not heavily, it's not a heavy, heavy division, but Evander weight, Evander Holyfield cleaned out the, that division and then moved up to, to heavyweight. And that's the exact same thing that, uh, that Usyk did cleaned out the, the cruiserweight division and then moved up to heavyweight where every single fight, he is the smaller guy, um, and you know what? Let me before before the, the comments get too uh, backed up. Let me get uh, let me get uh, to to the to the chats first. Uh, you had it, David Chase. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for for coming in. Um, I had it nine three in the early rounds. For the early rounds were competitive, but Usyk mostly always had the edge, landing more effective punches overall. Joshua was not busy enough and got out hustled for most of the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, um, exactly, exactly what I, what I, what I thought too. Um, I'll go through my scorecard in a second after I go through these these uh, comments. Uh, because Usyk's southpaw jab, footwork, defense had him befuddled and tentative. Yeah, man, Usyk's skills are very underrated, man. People don't talk about him. He should be on everyone's pound for pound list. Uh, Chris Peters, good morning. You had it one sixteen to one twelve, Usyk. Uh, despite losing, I think if AJ comes back and Fury. And Fury and Usyk walk into the sunset after their possible fight. He probably ruled the division again in a couple of years as is. See, I, uh, that's another thing. I'm going to talk about that in a second when after I talk about my scorecard. But you know, someone brought up this point: what's with getting the belt and just simply retiring? What happened to the days of, of everyone, you know, def- fighting all the up and comers or whoever it was to defend defending your belt? It's not just simply winning it and retiring, but. We'll talk about that after. Chris Peters also added, um, as his performance was good, I thought it as good as it could be. Um, what, for AJ? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Chris Peters also added in, uh, you had it 115 for Usyk was possible, but 115 for Joshua was not. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'll go through my card in a second, but I only give Joshua a couple of rounds. Um, so you won money then, eh? No, I didn't bet. I didn't bet. <laughs> I need to start, dude. I need to start the bet, though. Uh, my man, Nick Leishman, good morning. 116 to 112 for Usyk for me. Yeah, that's where I had it, despite losing. Um, oh, yeah, I already read that. Of years of performance, as good as I thought it could be. Well, why am I reading this twice? Uh, my man, Noel, what up, what up? First time in the chat, what up? Uh, eight rounds to four for Joshua. Um, one Joshua won an extra round in the rematch for me. Joshua, despite having more success, still hasn't learned to use his size. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second too. His tactics seem to be just to work the body more, more to slow Usyk down and use more head movement. He isn't so easy to counter when he attacks. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much for your comments, though. I'll, I'll address those exact things right after I give my scorecard. So, um, yeah, I had it 116 to 112 for, for Usyk. Uh, my exact round comments for each round. Round one, gave it to Usyk. Um, he was just simply simply more active. It was a close round. It kind of looked like the beginning of the first fight. The second round, the second and third round, I gave to Joshua. Second round, he, Joshua controlled a little bit more of the action. Joshua was busier, and his punches looked a little bit more effective simply because he weighed 30 pounds heavier than, than his opponent. Um, round three, like I said, also gave it to Joshua. He landed cleaner and more effective also because of the size. In that third round, he was really using his size in a smart way. Landing clean, landing clean, and uh, and using his size appropriately. A lot of people were saying before the fight, you know, he shouldn't try to outbox that. He just he should just use his size. But it's not just simply doing that. You still have to use some type of boxing skills. You can go on to the next slides now. Uh, some type of boxing skills to 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 to, um, to get to to your opponent. Um, round four. Round four and round four up until, yeah, round four, five, and six, and seven, I gave to Usyk. Round four, I believe he controlled the, ask, the action. Usyk landed more, um, was landing more multiple left hands crosses. Usyk, Usyk is a southpaw. He was landing a lot more left hands. Uh, round five, I thought Usyk dominated the round. I thought it was just clear for Usyk. Round six control the action Usyk not dominating but he's winning he's winning he was winning these he was winning the rounds not dominating but he definitely was winning round eight land Joshua land I learned eight I gave to Joshua just landed cleaner and more effective because of his size um round nine was Anthony Joshua's best fight out of both round best round out of both fights he clearly won that that ninth round that was his best round out of, out of both those fights versus Usyk However, this shows Usyk's uh, um, greatness. He came back. He came back in that tenth round, like as if the ninth round didn't happen, um, and straight dominated, dominated the tenth round. Round eleven, Usyk's jab is just great. Um, his countering is greatness too, especially as the shorter guy. I'll give my details on that in a second. And round twelve was just clear for Usyk. You know. We got another comment here. My man Noel says, but he still hasn't learned to use his lead hand to control a smaller, faster opponent. Never used his body weight up close to lean on Usyk, apart from last round when he was tired and falling into. Yeah, you're right. In that last round when he was leaning into him, that, that wasn't like an, an an educated lean, like how Tyson Fury knows how to use his body weight to lean on someone. That was just an exhaustion lean. Um, Noel, the way Vlad or Lewis and Fury use their size, Joshua lacks in his arsenal, and that's and it's and it's why he'll never beat Usyk, and why he's also couldn't deal with Reese's uh, Reese Jr. up close. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Certain things, certain things are hard are hard for the big guy versus the smaller guy. Um, both smaller, faster men, when when allowed to let their hands go in range, battered him. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your educated comment, man. I, I can tell you really follow the sport, Noel. So, 
this guy Usyk, man. These 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 past two fights that Usyk had against against Anthony Joshua, I honestly believe were a masterclass in how a smaller guy is supposed to fight a bigger guy. Specifically, what I mean is, it, this is more evident in the heavyweight division where where um where you know there's no weight limit. You can have a, you can have a 30, 40, 50 pound weight difference. Anything over, I believe it's two hundred five. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's no weight limit after that. No weight limit after that. But there's a specific way. Now, this specific strategy for a small guy to beat a bigger guy can be used in any weight class, um, especially after using the heavyweight division. But even in the smaller weight classes, there's only about 10 pound difference. But you can use this strategy, for example, if it's a small if you're a smaller guy fighting a, a, a KO artist someone that's undefeated with all knockouts and you know you have to be very careful and very cautious not cautious but smart uh, um while you're while you're facing this person this is the strategy that you need to use this is exactly what Usyk did um the two second rule one two three four five i have five points that i'm going to talk about real quick first of all the two second rule you never want to stand in front of your opponent for more than two seconds. Now, obviously, you're not going to stand there and count one, two. But ideally, easiest ways to remember this is just whatever you're throwing, whatever hand you finish with, you're going to move over to, to, to that side. So if you finish with your left hand, move to your left. If you finish with your right hand, move over to your right. Easiest way to remember the two-second rule, um, either with your upper body or with your lower body. Either The second one is random head movement. Random head movement, which you do not just with your head, but you can do it with your upper body, you know, using your 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 core to lean back and and and, and moving in all in all types of, of directions, or keeping your upper body a little bit more stationary and using your legs, bending your legs to to, to duck under, slip to the side, lean back. Obviously, in both cases, you're still using your upper body and lower body, but it's a little bit more of one or the other, um, depending on what you're doing. The third one is having an educated jab. And of course, you guys hear me repeat this all the time, but this is even more important if you're the shorter fighter fighting a taller boxer. A taller boxer who knows how to how to use their their who knows how to use their reach. You guys don't forget, you know, people people call Anthony Joshua crazy for trying to box Usyk, but Anthony Joshua won a gold medal at the Olympics too. So he's not he's not just like a a a, a random heavyweight hard puncher he does know how to box obviously as you see there's levels to this and Usyk definitely showed that there's levels to this but Anthony Joshua is definitely a definitely a good boxer the reason why I bring that up the reason why I bring that up is because his strategy of of uh of using his size of what what I was talking about having an educated jab as the taller person he did land a couple of good jabs but they weren't all accurate they weren't all accurate, and they weren't all thrown at, at the right time. Usyk, being the shorter fighter, which means he has the shorter reach, he has the shorter reach, had to move his, his – he had to move even more efficiently with his in-and-out movement or his lateral movement to, uh, to, to land his offense. So Usyk's educated jab was definitely uh, the, the, the major factor in, um, in, the, in both guys' boxing skills there. Number four – Number four was not. Number four was not throwing bombs, 
but still, uh, but still throwing respectable power. As the shorter guy, when you're moving, and like I said, this is not just for heavyweights where it's the biggest difference, but even in the shorter weight classes, if you're, you know, you guys still weigh the same, but you know, some guys just simply punch harder than others. So if you're the boxer, that's the that's the not the the, the hard puncher. What you want to try to do is not to throw. You don't have to throw power because that that guy is not uh, gonna feel it that much. Especially, I apologize. This is more if you're moving up a weight class. If you're moving up a weight class, where you, your skills have to be up to par or your power have to be up to par. If your power is not up there, then your skills have to be up there. You don't have to have one punch knockout power, but you have to have respectable enough power that your opponent won't just simply walk you down. And so that's why AJ didn't. That's why Anthony Joshua didn't just simply walk him down because he knew because Usyk still, you know, I don't know his exact weight. Can someone put in the chat their both guys' weights, please? Can someone find the, both guys' weights as, I, as I'm talking? Um, because Usyk, his punches did not have as much effect on Joshua, but they did have enough effect for Joshua not to just simply not respect Usyk and walk him down. All right, and the fifth one was probably just is just as important. All these are important, but the, the the fifth one is is you can't have you can't do any of the other ones without this fifth one, and that's having exceptional cardio. Exceptional cardio. If you're the smaller guy fighting a bigger guy or the harder puncher, you have to you have to in order to do those those four other things that I had that I said before you know, implement the two-second rule, never standing in front of your opponent for more than two seconds, having random head movement, which requires more upper body movement or lower body movement, whichever one you want to use more, having an educated jab, which means using it more with that educated jab, not throwing not throwing bombs, but, throw, but still having respectable power, which means you have to throw more, not much, but you have to throw more, which takes more cardio. So all four of those things there takes exceptional cardio and that's exactly what what alexander usik had last night and that's exactly the formula for a smaller guy to beat a bigger guy um yeah man this was simply a master class any boxers out there specifically any southpaw boxers if you, you again and this is not just i'll just stop right now because i already repeated myself a couple times smaller guy fighting a bigger guy Masterclass. Study both of these fights, not just this fight, the first one too. Moving on to Mr. Joshua. I predicted this before the fight too. I said his offense. He he switched coaches. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Wait, let me let me get to a few of these comments here before I before I go off on Mr. Joshua. Uh, Paul Cullen. Good morning. Good morning. Maybe AJ should have had a couple of fights under new coach before a rematch with Usyk, probably against Tazora and Dylan White. AJ will definitely lift the belts again. He's, he's still young. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Um, he's, he's only 32 years old. He definitely has time to come back and do his thing. Um, definitely, definitely has time to come back and do his thing. Um, Mr. Nick Leishman comes in. 117 for 111 for Usyk. Kind of bizarre in the in that although overall I thought that Joshua did better than last time and it was a bit more competitive, I had it wider this time because I scored Usyk winning more rounds. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, 
Anthony Joshua only had one dominant round, and that was round nine. The other, any other rounds that anybody gave to Joshua, they were close rounds. Like they, they could have still went either way. Round nine was the only like clear, clear round for 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 Joshua. Um, that was a bit closer, but he still won him in a few of them, uh, negating some of AJ's best work. Talking about Usyk, yeah. So, well, look, answer Usyk weighed 100 kg, so 100 kilograms. That's like what, like 200 and 208 or something like that. 208, 210, something like that. And Anthony Joshua was 111 kilograms, so 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 that's about 230, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I said, about 20, 20, 25 pound pound difference. Um, so yeah, I was talking about Anthony Joshua, and um, one of the things that bothers me as a coach, you know, being a coach, it kind of uh, it kind of bothers me when I hear about a, a a pro boxer. You know, they go through their whole career having all this success. They get one or two losses and then fire their coach. Like it's like it's it'll get have to be the coach's fault when the coach is the one that that was there helping them get to that uh, get to that height of success. And in some cases it might be true. Whatever you know, we're not in the gym. We don't know what what personal relationship people have. Sorry for the extra background music here. Um, we don't know what personal relationship you know a coach coach and a boxer have, but. You know, it just kind of bothers me when 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 a boxer, specifically boxers that are undefeated and doing very successful, not just the average boxer, but boxers that are doing that are undefeated, doing very successful for a good amount of time, one or two step backs, and all of a sudden it's the coach's fault. They need to fire the coach when instead of taking more accountability and responsibility on themselves for for what they could have done better and been you know what they could have done better. So. That was the case here. So Anthony Joshua decided to fire after his last loss, decided to fire his coach and hire uh, Robert Garcia, who's a very good coach. Um, his brother is um, his brother is Mikey Garcia, who had a very just recently retired, very good career himself. Um, Robert Garcia has coached for a few years now. His biggest fighters were uh, Marcos Maidana. When, when Maidana fought Mayweather for those two fights, and gave Mayweather a competitive fight. Robert Garcia was uh, was his coach, um, so you know he does have experience at, at at the top level. But it's exactly what I said was going to happen. I said Anthony Joshua's offense will be better. Yeah, he, his offense will be better, but his defense will not be better because the way the way that uh, that that Usyk was 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 touching him up. And I specifically use the word like touching him up because it weren't like I said they weren't like power shots. Anthony Joshua, you know, he his, his eyes were a little bit swollen, but you know, it was it wasn't that much. So like he was literally just touching him up with shots, and 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 doing his thing. Um, but it was enough again enough to to, to to prevent Anthony Joshua just from from walking him down. So he didn't need a coach. I don't think Anthony Joshua needed to switch coaches. Like what he did last night, he didn't need a new coach to do what he did last night. That he didn't need a new coach to do that. He needed a new coach to help his defense get better. If his defense would have been better to make Usyk miss, to to make him block or to simply make him miss, that would have gave him more confidence to come forward, and then and then his offense would have been even even more better. 
because um, again, his, his, his the success that Anthony Joshua had in the early rounds, you can you can see you can see the the the, the little bit of difference that Robert Garcia, his new coach, gave him. Um, Anthony Joshua was going to the body a little bit more, and just in general, like it wasn't anything that really stood out. But you know, he just he just landed a little bit better. He was a little bit more aggressive, which is what. Um, Leading up to the fight, Robert, his coach, the, his new coach, Robert Garcia, said in, in multiple interviews, that's what he wanted. He said, I want Anthony Joshua to, to, to be more aggressive, to get more mean. And that's that's what told me, okay, aggressive, mean, those are offensive things. Those are offensive things, being more aggressive and more mean. How are you going to do, what are you going to do to avoid those things happening to you? Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, um Again, he's only 32 years old. He's still young enough to, 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 to change things around. I hope he's not going to be one of these guys that bounces from coach to coach. I don't know. If I was him, I'd go back to, I don't know, go back to his old coach and just tell them we need to just focus on defense. Because, again, what he did last night, he looked a little bit better. You know, my man Nick Leishman said himself, even though Joshua looked better and it was more competitive, you know, he still had a, a wider score than the first one. So, I mean, he needs a coach for it to, to, to apply better defense. And that comes in training. Multiple ways to do this, whether you're shadow boxing, sometimes just shadow boxing. Here's your educational boxing moment of the week. I'm going to try to do that every week and give an educational moment for, for what the fighter needs to do. Three ways to improve your defense. Number one with shadow boxing simply doing a round of only defense you know shadow boxing is fun for most people because in general because you you know you learn the the punching part boxing in general if you ask somebody if they want to box it's you know they think about the fun part like learning how to punch and learning you know how to knock people out or whatever nobody thinks about that stuff you know avoiding that part so anyways i don't want to get too off track three ways to improve your defense shadow boxing do a round of shadow boxing only your defense you can do another round of of specifically counter punching you can break up that defense too. shadow box uh, um, one round visit like just slipping slipping punches do another round of ducking under using your legs to duck under another round of just simply blocking the five blocks to the side to the body and then, and then closing the door on the bag same then just apply those things on the bag and then on 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 uh and sparring which is the number one way to, to improve your skills for for your next competition little things the number one way what i like to do with the with my boxes the ones that are that are better and skilled and have more experience i'll take the newer ones okay i guess yeah, i see some new ones coming coming in i'll take the newer ones and the ones like some ones that are national champions i'll say to the to the novice boxers they have to they have they can throw all their punches they want and the the, the more experienced boxer can't throw anything they can only throw their defense. Then once the novice boxers get a little bit better, I'll let them throw their jab. They can add their jab. And then, you know, then you slowly apply it from there. They can add two punches and then and then going from there. Um, so those are your three ways to add to, to improve your defense during training. Shadow boxing, only defense, do a couple of rounds of only defense and counter punching on the bag. The same thing that you're shadow boxing, apply that on the bag with the counter punching. And then in sparring. Take a boxer that you know is not as, as experienced and let them throw all their punches 
at uh, at the experienced boxer so they can work on their defense. Maybe maybe let the 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 even even though they're a novice boxer, let them wear bigger gloves since they have the advantage of not having any punches thrown back at them. Let me get to a few comments that I missed here. Tracy Snowden, thank you for coming in. Good morning, good morning. Defense is a strong 60% of a fight. If you know how to switch it up with different types of evasive movements, setup moves for attack. 100%, 100%. Thank you for that comment. Defense is my number one thing. Like I said, offense, it's easy to get better at offense because that's the fun part of boxing. The hard part is avoiding that part. So, yeah, you're 100% right, Tracy. And I believe this is your first time. Um First time in the comment section, so thank you. Uh, my man Zev, <laughs> he slept in for the fight. It's all good. It's all good. You can just rewind. Um, you can just rewind this scorecard here and get uh, all the action. What else we got? What else we got? Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, so as far as Anthony Joshua improving, um, you know, at 32, at 32 years old. Someone would say some. Some might say, you know, he's too old to 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 learn new tricks. Now, here's the thing: at 32 years old, yes, athletically, athletically, you're not gonna really do anything new at 32 years old. That's that's when that's when you start to decline in your physical, you know, your your physical prime. So at 32, Anthony Joshua was 32 years old, so he's not gonna learn anything new athletically. But what he can learn is to use his brain more and be more smarter. So not learn new actions, but learn how to better apply those actions, when to apply those actions in, in a fight. That's what he can still approve on. And hey man, you guys know how much I, I emphasize defense. Um, I'm sure there's other coaches that emphasize defense. I don't know as much as much as me though but hey i got a gym he could come to <laughs> all right what else we got no comments what are what are the, what are the scorecards What's, what are the scorecards we got scorecards or comments any questions where do we go from here between the two the two fighters you can bring it uh bring it uh bring the slides back to the beginning and run them back by the time you get to back to the beginning maybe just switch them up every like 30 seconds or something like that um where do we go from here here i'm gonna make a clear statement right now and i know there's not too many people that will agree with me on this i honestly believe alexander usik will beat tyson fury yes i said it yes i said it the skills man the skills if you want to compare their skill level i definitely think Usyk has a better better skill level than, than Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's skill level is 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 mainly from his size. Um, there's not too many. There's not too many. There's not too many. Not too many. You can count on one hand how many guys that are six foot nine, almost three hundred pounds, and that are, and that are athletic, like Tyson Fury. So I believe Tyson Fury's it, it's more of his athleticism being that size not his uh not his skills yes 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 i was gonna get to that in a second too um you talked about the top rank card i'm gonna get back to that. i was just talking about the what what's next for usik and fury 
I just got Navi's asking about the the, the top rank card. Um, Navarrete fought last night. Yeah, he won. He looked a little. Uh, um, he had some time off, so he he looked a little bit. Uh, uh, had a little bit of ring rust in there. Um, but Navarrete, he's 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 someone that so unorthodox in his punches. Very un, un, unorthodox in his punches. Um, and uh, <laughs> so it's hard to, to adjust to him because they're all power punches he throws. Power punches from different angles. Uh, Navarrete, and that's at the 135-pound division. I, no, no, that's lower. That's like 126. All right, back to Usyk and Fury. What I was saying about Usyk and Fury. I think I really – I honestly believe Usyk's skills – can take out Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury definitely has the height and 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 against his two biggest Tyson Fury's two biggest wins. Tyson Fury's two biggest wins were against were were against um Klitschko, one of the Klitschko brothers, and Deontay Wilder. In both of those fights, in both of those fights, he he superiorly outbox those guys and that's why people believe that that you know for those two fights people are contacted for you know the, the best he probably is the best i can't but you can't even call him the best fighter best heavyweight of this of this uh the best heavyweight of this generation we haven't, haven't even fought the best heavyweight he fought was deontay wilder and we'll get to that in a second where we rank deontay wilder um but anyways, I'm I'm pissing I'm I'm picking I'm picking Usyk over over Fury just with just with the skills alone. WBC boxing salute. Good morning. Thanks you thank you for tuning in. What are your comments about the the Anthony Joshua fight? What did you score it? Or if you didn't score it, what's your what's your educated opinion? For those of you, if you didn't if you you know I always tell people bring not just don't just bring your opinion. If you didn't get a chance to score the fight. At least give me your educated opinion, right? Don't just say someone sucks. Can tell me the exact reason why you believe something. Paul Cullen, what up? What up? My nephew Thomas Cardi was in camp with AJ in England. He's a Southpaw. He couldn't go to camp in Saudi as he had a fight in Belfast two weeks ago. Unfortunately, his pull his opponent pulled out of the fight. Um, yeah, man, that happens sometimes, you know. Um, you know, and that's that's the, the unfortunate part of the fight. Thomas told me that AJ defo definitely improved from last time they sparred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, now here's the question though: What part of him improved? Did his offense improve, or or did his defense improve? Because as I said before, we already I already predicted for his offense to to be improving with Robert Garcia, and and even with that being said, I don't. I don't think he needed to change coaches to do what he did last night. He needed a new coach to get to get his defense better, which I don't think it was. So both, he said his offense and defense was better. Okay, okay, well, um, okay, but you know, I guess you know, sparring's a little bit different than than the real deal. And when you're when you're fighting uh, fighting Alexander Usyk, who's not just the best heavyweight but one of the best boxers in in the whole sport of boxing and i said it again i you know i i believe he's underrated um i believe he's underrated because you know and 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 these days where social media is runs you runs everyone to get your name out there you know he doesn't speak english and he's not on social media a lot 
doesn't really so he doesn't really do a lot of interviews. So a lot a lot of people know who he is unless you really pay attention to the sport. So he kind of flies un, flies under the radar. Um, but people that know know. If you know, you know. Shout out to to Pusha T's album. Shout out if you know, you know. Um, Alexander Usyk, one of the best boxes in the whole sport of boxing. And um, now, with that being said, he's he is thirty five years old, right? He's thirty five years old, so he's at that age where you're. He's at the age where your athleticism, you still have your brain, you still have your smarts on what to do and when to do it. But the the application of those things. Um, are a little bit different because your 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 physical capabilities are a little bit different when you're 35 years old, 35, 36 years old. Um, so, with that being said, at the beginning I kind of complained, saying that you know, because he said you know if he if he doesn't fight Tyson Fury, he's done, he's just gonna retire. You know, I, I kind of wish he would fight the other guys. The same thing I said about Fury. How is Fury Tyson Fury gonna? I mean, you can retire whenever you want. I'm not saying you forcing guys to stay in there. You can retire early if you want to. You can't call yourself, you know, the the best, even the best of this generation if you haven't fought the the top five guys, at least the top three guys of this generation. And yes, he only fought one top guy of this generation. And I don't call, I don't count uh, Klitschko as this generation. Why? Because Klitschko was 39 years old with gray hair. Okay? When Tyson Fury... Again, another rant for another day, you know. People people like to people like to pick apart people's resumes. They're, you know, someone, they, a box that they, that they don't like, they like to pick apart their resume and say, well, the, this person wasn't really good when they, when they fought each other and this and that. Klitschko was 39 years old with gray hair. Okay? Now, 39 years old in real life is not old, but 39 years old in athlete life is old. Okay? Which is why it's amazing how LeBron is doing what he's doing right now at 37 years old. Again, my bad, just for going off topic. Um, so, what I was <laughs> going at is, uh, don't forget Wilder. Yes, what I was saying, I'm not sure if you got what I said. I said, Wilder is, is he Tyson Fury only fought one great heavyweight of this generation. Klitschko is not from this generation. Klitschko's, Klitschko's uh, um, prime was in the early 2000s when he fought Lewis and, and Chris Bird and, 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 and the great heavyweights. Who, whoever, who, tell me Klitschko's best wins. Klitschko's best wins were in the early 2000s. Now, what are people going to try to say to try to defend that? They're going to try to say he was on an 11-year win streak. Really? You, you know why they have to, to mention 11-year win streak? Because they can't mention anybody that he fought. Because, not disrespecting, but they were C-level competitors. That's why none of those fights were even on TV. Just think about that. Klitschko, the, the super heavyweight champion of the world... And much respect to his career. I'm not. I'm just using him as an example for for this Tyson Fury. You know, people putting Tyson Fury on this pedestal. Um. Anyways, Klitschko, his prime was in the early 2000s. At 39 years old with gray hair, I do not think you can consider him one of the top guys in, in from this generation. 
Um, Deontay Wilder was probably the second or, second or third best guy in this generation. So that, and he had a trilogy with Deontay Wilder. I, I still think uh, it would be a good fight with Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Like, I don't, I don't think Tyson Fury just simply walks through, just simply walks through Anthony Joshua. I don't think he just simply, I definitely don't think he walks through Usyk. I think Usyk beats jo- uh, um, Tyson Fury. And I think Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury would be a competitive fight. Like, I don't understand how people just think Tyson Fury would just walk through Anthony Joshua. Like, there's a reason why, like, the, yes, the, the two fights with, with Wilder ended in knockout. They were still competitive fights. That last fight, yeah, Wilder got knocked out. Fury almost got knocked out himself, too, twice. That's why people consider that one of the, you know, one of the, you know, it was in one of the best fights of, um, of, uh, of the year. My man WCWB Boxing um, says AJ did improve, but I find he still lacks recognizing in-fight adjustments. The corner can only do so much for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, those 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 in-fight adjustments, the fighter, because you know, you only, the 60 seconds you have in between rounds, you only get so much instructions you can do and so much thinking that the boxing can do in between. The in-fight adjustments, who you know, maybe they probably did the best out of anyone. Those that that stuff comes with experience, um, experience, and adjusting small things in training camp, like your defense. <laughs> um, AJ against anybody will always be competitive. Yes, exactly, man. That's and that's why I say, you know, I don't think people should be so quick just to say Tyson Fury is the best boxer this generation, because the AJ fight would be competitive. The Usyk fight would be competitive. Yeah, man. So hopefully he comes back. Hopefully he comes back and hopefully we get those fights. Uh, Paul Cullen uh, comes in. Fury suits AJ more than Usyk. 50-50 fights. Fury suits AJ more than Usyk. Suits, I'm assuming, means... Uh, um compares to AJ, like would be more competitive to AJ, more than AJ to Usyk. 50-50 fights, I'm assuming that's the word suits mean. You know what I mean? That reminds me too. You know, here on the Talking Fight YouTube channel, we got um, listeners from around the world. Listeners from around the world. What up, Trace? Um, so, can people in the chat, just just uh, let me know where you're from, whether it's Canada, the States, the UK, Africa, Japan, wherever you're at, just put in the chat where you're from, starting from from now on, just so we can see how expanding our audience is. Um, so, wow, I've been talking for over 40 minutes again. I never expect to talk for this long. Uh, well, there you have it. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in once again every Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Canadian Eastern Time. If you can't catch the show live, you can catch it on any podcast available. My man, Paul Cullen, calling from Dublin, Ireland. Shout out to Dublin, Ireland. Thank you very much for tuning in. Where's everybody else from? Where's everybody else from? Um, yeah, man. Uh, who we got next week? Not sure we got, but you know, I will be back. Um, thank you, everyone, in the comment. Let's do a quick roll call in the comment section. Much respect to David Chase. 
Much respect to my man Noel chiming in for the first time. Much respect to Nick Leesman. Much respect to Chris Peters. Much respect to Paul Cullen and Paul Cullen from Dublin Island. Much respect to the host. Much respect to Eric. Thank you very much. Much respect to Tracy Snowden. I believe this was your first time chiming in. I believe. Uh, much respect to Zev. Much respect to Zev. You missed the fight, but thank you for still tuning in. Uh, much respect to WB Boxing. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto, pass through the Weight in Boxing Podcast. The Weight in Boxing Podcast. I love those guys. Those, yeah, man. Those guys, um, I wasn't at their last show. They just did a show with my boys with the Talk and Fight Network, my boys Mike Orr and Eric at the Atlas uh, at the Atlas Boxing Show. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, we got we to gotta hook up. Help our channels grow. Help boxing grow in general. All right, man. Hit me up um, at Cedric Sports on any social media. C-E-D-R-I-C Sports. All right, man. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.